looking at my upper body in the I'm looking at what you can see of me in the camera. I'm like, wow, I look fat. <laughs> and it oh, makes me so sad. That, <laughs> I'm just like I've been going to the gym for like for like actually going for two weeks and I, I look like a chubby butthole. Welcome back, everybody, to the Over the Top Podcast with your hosts, Rudy Nutrid and Brendan Donahue. It's been a while since you heard our sultry, sexy voices, but we're back for more Over the Top Podcast. Say hello, Rudy, to our viewers with your... Our viewers. <laughs> with your... <laughs> no, it's watching. <laughs> Well, yeah, Our yeah. viewer slash listeners, listeners with your sultry, listeners. sexy voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, stop know, how it, sound, I don't know how the sound quality <laughs> will sound like. It, it might sound completely bad, even with the quality. Of hey, it. you know what? You know what? As long as Holly likes it, it's all good. Hey, that, that's true. Hey, man, I don't. I don't think Julie listens to this. She probably finds it a waste of time. But if she does, she'd probably like to listen to your voice. She'll. She'll probably wish there was a mode where she can mute me, and then she just hears you talking, and she'll. Nah, she hears me enough. She hears me enough at home. <laughs> Do you talk yeah, a lot more she... than she does? Um, oh, you know what? It really depends on the subject. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes she'll go off and, you know, sometimes I'll go off on a tangent about something. So That's it really funny. depends on what we're talking about. But uh, I think we're both pretty talkative. That's funny. Oh, actually, Anyways. yeah, just a quick oh, side, side little sor- side story of that. So I... This could be me. I could, I always thought like, you know, okay, I I don't know. I'll just, so sometimes let's say we go on, Holly and I go on a lot of walks, uh, mostly evening walks. And that's when we mostly do a lot of talking. I feel like walking really kind of gets our mind going and just talk about different things out of our mind, what's been going on in our, like what we've been thinking, what we like, you know, oh, this has happened to work today or, oh, I'm into this. I want to try this hobby out. But then <laughs> like half of the time when I'm like just talking about a funny story or just talking about stuff, I was like, okay, can you, can you just stop? Like, can you, can you stop? Like what? You're talking too much. I'm like, what do you mean? You're talking like you don't let me talk. And I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, because the thing is that when she talks, I'm like, she, I let her talk and I'm just listening. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm, I'm listening and I'm engaged. I want to hear what she says, but apparently I'm talking too much. So, but honestly, I, I don't think she's doing that to be rude or mean or anything. I think I just literally just lose track of how much I'm speaking. And then she's like, Maybe. Can, you, can you stop talking? It's like, it's like, oh shoot. I look like a complete ding dong. Maybe you just get so distracted. Maybe you just go off on a tangent about something you're passionate about, like camera lenses and Playboy stuff. I don't <laughs> camera <know>. lenses. <laughs> yeah, it's like I got this. Yeah, it's this new camera. And like, go all nerdy. Yeah, you cube camera lens. You're like, oh, she's like, oh, just stop. Just enough. Stop it. <laughs> it's just like loses it. Stop it. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll, well, I mean, first we got to go into our funny stories. We got to oh, share yes. our funny oh, yeah. stories and then we'll get into it because my funny story will tie into the big T. Okay. 
Okay. Well, not not the big T of that day, but just the big T of updates. Anyways, mm-hmm. Rudy, you start us off. What is your funny story of? Yeah, episode? I was going to say I feel like I should start because we always leave the big cheese story, which is mostly your story, and I think it's another <laughs> big cheese story. We leave that. I, we leave that. I mean, this for the one. This one's part. definitely some big cheese, <laughs> but like, I think your stories are big cheese too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try not to be too descriptive in detail with like not trying to explain too much otherwise it won't be funny i'm gonna leave some details out too because i don't want to get myself in trouble because this is kind of work related um (laughs) (laughs) so basically but i think no one really that i know listens to this except family and stuff so i mean Um, people are gonna want to know where to go and see this oh i mean it, it's probably, you know, they save it. They save everything that they record. But anyway, so basically, <clears throat> let's let, let me explain this. So I have a full time job, but also a part time job, which is regarding uh, doing actual like live uh, broadcast, which is for a two different churches. Uh, so I'm re- I'm involved with like camera work, audio, just all the tech stuff and including directing. Directing basically just involves, well, if anyone doesn't know, you know, you tell the camera people, hey, you know, get this shot. OK, let's get this up, blah, blah, blah. So this is during COVID. So that means it was just the pastor, just our crew and the organist, because this is like one of those old Presbyterian churches. I think it's Presbyterian or Lutheran. <laughs> the organist. Yeah, the organist. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is, I mean, hey, I mean, I have nothing against like different, like, it's just very old fashioned, like the robes and stuff like that. It, it's a very old fashioned kind of church. Uh, but they the do robes. pay, uh, they do pay this broadcast uh, like us, like, you know, to do their broadcast so i was like whatever so again this was COVID, so there's no nobody there except the pastor or the brethren and the organist and the team so uh you know and this pastor uh keep in mind he he's kind of a loose cannon with his language like he's okay to drop the not the f-bomb but like the s-word he says like you know oh i had a like yeah i had a day today or like uh, or uh, like yeah like i got my ass kicked from like getting that's like <laughs> i was like oh man yeah, I he's a real loose cannon. I was like, I was like, oh, I like, I like hearing pastors kind of being out of their shell. You know, they don't have to feel like they have to, like, you know. I mean, it's during so his, real. Yeah, like, well, during his <laughs> sermons, like when he's broadcasting, he's like, he doesn't want to swear, and that's where I'm going to get to my story. So, again, I'm directing, so I'm the one who's supposed to make sure that I cue my camera guys to cue the pastor when he's live. So I have to make sure, like, the countdown's going, I'm hearing, like, you know, here we go, three, two, one, and then I tell the camera guy, cue the pastor. Now, I forgot to do that because I haven't directed in a while, so I forgot to do all these certain cues, like these things. I was just focusing on the shots. So as I'm ready to get the ready shot for the pastor, the pastor, like, you know, he's about to go live on camera, and he notices in the back that he forgot to light a few candles for the shot. So as I just cut the camera right to him, he says on live broadcast, oh, shit, I forgot to light the candles. <laughs> and then he, but then he sees like the, the camera guy waving, like hysterically, like we're live, dude. And he's like, hello and welcome, greetings and blessings. <laughs> so just imagine the pastor saying, like it just cut, like, you know, it's a beautiful organ, like dee, 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 dee. Welcome to this church broadcast. Here with Pastor Reverend Dida. Oh, shit, I forgot to light the candles. 
Blessings on to all of you. Blessings, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. But the thing is, I was so I was sweating. I I got beat red because I'm thinking to myself, I just got this man fired. I just made a pastor. I just showed a pastor go live on public television. This is not like censored or anything. This is live. And but the, thankfully, he said it like softly. He didn't say it like to like like the whole church hall can hear. It's like just uh, like how do you call that? Like you know, in, beneath his breath or whatever. himself. Yeah. So he's like, oh, forgot to light candles. So our our editor in post, he said to me, "Don't worry, you could barely hear it. You would have to crank the volume in order to hear him properly." And mostly, most of these are older people, so they probably won't. So hear the volume's them. already cranked. <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> so the thing is they're hard of hearing so and he's got no complaints like the bishop like you know the head bishop like it's such a it's very it's very strict with how their rules are even he doesn't agree with everything that they do so i kind of like how he's kind of honest with it he just does it because that's like protocol but man like he was i was so nervous so i told him what happened afterwards and he's like Oh, that's so funny. Oh, I swore a camera. That's hilarious. He thought it was the funniest thing ever. I'm not, he's not even worried that he could get in trouble. No, he thought it was the funniest thing ever. So, <laughs> man, this guy was very optimistic. Like, I, like man, but but that day forward, I make sure to cue him so he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't get him uh, saying inappropriate things on, uh, yeah. on my TV. <laughs> it could have been worse. It could have been, been worse. The stuff he shared <laughs> off camera, off the record. Ooh. Last night, me and my wife took a. <laughs> Took a dog out on a walk. <laughs> Peace, friends, and the Lord be with you. <laughs> oh, so yeah, geez. that that was that was my yeah funny story. I told Brent this story before, but uh, yeah, like man, yeah, I that's feel, that's why I have less comments about that. I, I have heard this one. Yeah. It's really it's a funny story, honestly. I, yeah, I just I love how you uh, <laughs> you you kind of missed that beat there and. Jeez, man. <laughs> just threw him under the threw him under the bus like here yeah. you go sir here you go oh that's so good <laughs> all right man let's hear the big cheese the big cheese it's just uh, no my funny story has to do with uh also a bit of our main topic today which is just to catch up because it's been a year and a lot has actually happened but uh, yeah, man. uh to to preempt the story i moved to manitoba with my wife, Julie, because since the last time people listened, she was not my wife. And now she is for for almost an entire year now. Uh, yeah, we're coming up to one year in like in like two and a half weeks or something like that. Jeez, I really got to get on that oh. because it's almost <laughs> our anniversary. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to married gotta, life, man. This is oh, this is this is man. just the start. This is just the beginning. Oh, I gotta <laughs> I gotta set a, a few calendar reminder countdowns or something. Oh <laughs> like, man, I don't want to I don't want to forget <laughs> the first one. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Julie and I moved to Manitoba, Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Manitoba. So uh, yeah, we drove. We put all our stuff in a shipping container. We shipped it out, and we drove from Kitchener. Ontario or from Guelph, Ontario, mm-hmm. all the way out to Winnipeg, Manitoba. So uh for reference, if you drive nonstop from Guelph to, to Winnipeg, it's like it's supposed to be like a twenty 
three hour drive to, uh, between a 20 and a 23 hour drive. I can't remember okay. exactly, but and nonstop. This is like just yeah, a nonstop. If it's, if, it, yeah, if, it's, yeah. if it's nonstop, you're going to, you're going to take a full day to get here. But yeah. obviously we made some stops. We, I think yeah. we stopped twice for the night. Um, and we visited some family on the way up because we had to pass her aunt in Perry sound. And we had to pass my, uh, my aunt and my brother in Thunder Bay. And then my cousin and, uh, and his dad slash my, uncle removed, removed uncle no longer married to my aunt um mm-hmm. so yeah visited him and my cousin in dryden which is only like four hours away from me and i used to live in dryden so yeah that's right that yeah cool. yeah that's anyway cool, so uh this is just a preempt the story so yeah we we had the big long drive for a couple days with a cat in the car we had cheese with us um oh my goodness people might not actually know that i have a cat either i i don't yeah i don't know I yeah. we might have. Yeah, I, I did, guess we didn't. I, yeah, I don't think I had a cat <laughs> last time we recorded. I might have, but I don't think I did. Anyways, I have a cat. I have two now, actually. One cat's named Cheese. Anyways, I'm I'm getting off track. Anyways, we're driving up <laughs> from Guelph to uh, from Guelph to Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and um, I can't remember what day exactly. Uh, I think it was like day two. Um, and we're, we're driving and, um, I think we're a couple hours into our drive to the next, uh, stop, like the next pit stop. And, um, and I have to go to the bathroom, like really, really bad, <laughs> like, like super bad, you know, I mean, and if you're taking a big, long road trip like that, what do you, you, you're typically eating a lot of fast food that, yeah. you know, as you get older, it, it runs through you a lot quicker. Oh yeah. So. So my uh, my body was like, let's exit the fast food from your body. <laughs> so so yeah. So we 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 were driving. Julie was driving, and I was like, I really got to go to the bathroom. I can't I can't hold it very long. And she's like, okay. I was like, we got to look out for like a pit stop or something, or see how long till the next town. And then uh, and then lo and behold, we found this like little side road stop. Um, that had a couple of outhouses on it. And I was like, all right, sweet. And like, they weren't like outhouse outhouses, but like they were. Um, yeah. And so like, cause they're like for forest toileting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, keep in mind as well, we are traveling um, at the end of April. So, you know, things are warming up, but they're mm-hmm. still cold. And, you know, like for stuff like that, I think that they just leave it the whole winter and then come back because I think it was like off a trail in a beach area too. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure these bathrooms aren't maintained in the winter time and mm-hmm. are only come like people only come out and clean them right before the oh. beach and hiking season. Cause there was like a little lake okay. uh, or a big lake, a big lake by where we were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so like Julie, Julie's like, I have to go to the bathroom too. I was like, okay, well, I don't want us to leave cheese in the car, leave the cat. The cat's name is cheese. I was like, I don't want us to leave the cat in the car by itself. So like yeah. you go first and then I'll go. So she goes and she goes and like, there were two outhouses there. So she goes into one and it is, it's a scene. It's a scene straight out of a, I don't even know. Oh, out of a, out of a truck stop horror story, I guess you could oh. say it was oh. just, Julie was telling me there's like poop all over the floor. It stinks like crap. There's oh. like no toilet paper and there's just, there's just poop everywhere. And so on the she, floor? 
on the floor in this like outhouse thing. Like it was oh. just, it was bad. And so she's like, I'm not going in that. No. Um, <laughs> and then she, she went and checked out the other one. The other one still pretty bad, but there weren't like giant piles of poop on the floor. So it was like, okay, like the toilet seat was, it was more like a poop seat. Poop and pee seat because it was covered oh. in poop and pee, oh, and so Julie on. and so Julie just had to pee, and she's like, "Yeah, no, I'll squat over it, and you know, I'll I'll go." Um, but I I had to poo, and uh, we only had so many um, so many napkins in the car for some reason, <laughs> and um, like this old couple, and also keep in mind there was this old couple that came there while Julie was out there, and I yeah. think they offered her their toilet paper. And she said no. Oh, right wait, before what? it was my turn. Right before it was my turn to go in. She said no. no. We're, we're good. We, we've got napkins. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I also, like, I wasn't entirely sure that this needed to be a poop, you know, because, like, when you when you have to do the poop, it feels like pee at first, mm-hmm. you know. And so I was yeah. kind of at that point. But then once I got there, I was like, no, I got to poop. Yeah. And so, <laughs> uh, so she gave me, like, the three, I think we had, like, I think we have five napkins left and she's like here you go here's five napkins that we have left i was like okay i'm gonna need them so i get in there and i'm like okay i have to try and poop while squatting over this toilet because it's disgusting oh, it's yeah. disgusting like i tried to wipe some of it off too like oh, i'm no. like i have five napkins i'm not gonna need that many for you know for pooping yeah. so i tried to wipe some of it off i was like nope this isn't working oh, you know because no. that's not it's not like it was wet pee and poo it was dried it was gross uh, so i was like i was like oh no and i was like i can't use it to cover the toilet because i don't have any so um <laughs> it was bad man i uh i definitely i tried there was a little handicap bar so i just hung on to the <laughs> handicap bar i, I just positioned my booty hole like <laughs> over top of the hole of the toilet and i was like all right let's do this <laughs> And it was just like, it was just so, I was like, I can't do this. And that's when I tried to wipe the toilet seat off as much as I could. And like, I got like a clean ish front part and I'm like, I gotta like, Oh, like I put, I'd put myself down on it a little bit. And I'm like, no, no, this is disgusting. I stand up and um, this is one of the hardest working poops I've ever had in my life. And it wasn't good. It was a bad one. It was, it was nasty. And, uh, and so I was like, all right, time to wipe. And at this point I have, I have two, I have two napkins left. I have two freaking napkins left. And I'm like, oh no, this, I have to, I have to make it happen. I have to get this done. And, um, and this whole time I'm terrified because I'm wearing my favorite pants, my favorite sweatpants. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get poop on my sweatpants. We're not going to be in Winnipeg until the end of the day. It's like, we're not the end of the day. No, it was actually a day from then. So this was like day two of the trip, which Mm -hmm. was a three day. We turned into a three day trip. And I'm like, I'm not going to get, we're not going to get to Winnipeg where I could use a washing machine for Mm -hmm. like another two days. So I'm like, oh no, I'm, so I'm worried. I'm worried with my pants. So yeah, I finish and I'm like, I got two napkins. It wasn't enough. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) It was not enough. So. So what do I do? I go, well, I've got a bunch of other pairs of underwear. So I take my pants off. I take off my underwear. And and I use my underwear. 
It was one of the good pairs, too. It was one of my better pairs of underwear. And I was so upset with myself. I was like, why couldn't I have worn a different pair of underwear? Why does it have to be these ones? And it's like, I wiped myself. And it was like, it was the walk of shame for me. From yeah, <laughs> from that, from that outhouse, I just oh. shamefully walked to the car, and I was like, "Julie, as soon as we get to the hotel that we're staying at, I need to shower." I was like, "As soon as we get to the next town, we need to get to a bathroom so I can try and wipe my butt more." I was like, "And then <laughs> when we get to the next hotel, I need to shower." Yeah, so that was my that was my poop story of the trip. I mean, I can't apparently can't dry, uh, travel across province without you know having a poop story. No, so, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> like, this is just my life now. So, so uh, yeah, oh, that was man. that's my story. I, I lost a pair of underwear to oh. the to the. To think, because I dropped that underwear in the hole. I'm like, All right, okay, I was about not, to say, he, he I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not wiping my butt and like <laughs> taking this with us because it's not even like I had a plastic bag to put it in. Like, but also, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Just this underwear, <laughs> goodbye. So, so yeah, wait, that was my. So, <laughs> so you were, that's, were you hanging loose? So you put your pants back on, you were hanging them loose back in the oh, car? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I put my pants, like, after I had to use those underwears, I just tossed them. I was like, I know. Well, yeah, I know that, but, like, you ha- you pulled your pants back up, but you weren't wearing any underwear underneath. Oh, hang on this. Was I going commando? Was I just underwearless? Yeah, that's yes, what I was underwearless. I was underwearless. <laughs> so, like, I was also sad because I was like, well, I'm not wearing these pants for the rest of the trip. Fortunately, no. I didn't get any dookie on them. Okay. So, so that <laughs> was good. I checked them. Like, I got to the, I was like, when we got to the next, like, hotel i was like i need to check these if i got dookie on them i gotta start washing them now <laughs> fortunately i didn't i still kind of like rinsed them off a bit though yeah. i was oh, like yeah i don't see any dookie but i'm gonna give them a rinse but and i didn't wear them for the rest of the trip um but yeah. uh yeah yeah i was yeah i was hanging brain oh. you know commando i was going commando <laughs> hanging brain. Hanging brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i had to go commando until uh like i just went commando until we got to the next hotel Man. um yeah. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my funny story. So that's laugh at laugh at my misfortune. That's like the, the first three things. A, the toilet it's like the most disgusting thing ever. B, you don't have enough toilet paper slash napkins. Apparently, in your case. And three, yeah. you had to like go commando. <laughs> <laughs> the commando wasn't even that bad. I didn't mind going commando so much. It was just you know. Mm. Losing my underwear. <laughs> just That's drop it. The, just slowly, like slow motion. Just drop like, it, like slowing down the, the down the hole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like that scene. It's like that scene from uh, uh, what's that movie about the emotions? Um, oh, Inside Out. Yeah, Inside Out. It's like the scene from Inside Out when uh, when the imaginary friend like shoots happiness up and he's just like bigger to the moon for me <laughs> and <everyone's> like, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> but like that was like me for my underwear <laughs> that was me for my underwear i'm just like my underwear was like i didn't get to see the glory land of winnipeg <laughs> I'm gonna live here in this hole with other people's poop and pee and probably snakes and frogs and stuff. I don't know. Take it to the house for me. 
remember me. <laughs> man, that's a fun. That's a funny. That's a funny story, man. That's a, I mean, hey, yours that's was funny. big cheese too. You made a yeah. holy well, man I, swear on national television. Yeah, but I, I always think as big cheese is like you know, like how we said, smelly, gross, disgusting, like you know, like oh this, yeah, that, yeah that's, this that's was some, a smelly big cheese story. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, some man. nasty smells. That's nasty. But anyways, that segues us into the topic of just catching up. Yeah. What has happened in our lives? Where are we now? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, as, as y'all know, uh, when life is uh, super, super busy, um, some things kind of fall on the back burner. So for me, it was unfortunately the podcast because, um, yeah, I got married. Uh, there was a lot of wedding planning and stuff. And I will say that Julie did like most of it pretty much like she did quite a lot of it most of it all like like almost all of it i'll mm-hmm. say that but it's still stressful because i mean you know guys have stuff that they have to do too but i will acknowledge that ladies take it a lot harder than they get it a lot harder than guys uh, do that's what i mean. not take it harder they get it harder yeah. than guys do when it comes to wedding oh, yeah. um but uh but yeah, so, you know, that was a really busy season for us. And then we got married and we're like, okay, maybe things will slow down. No, they didn't slow down. We we got married in the middle of a freaking pandemic because we already postponed yeah. once and we're like, we're not doing this again. Uh, and so, Sorry, quick question. Yeah. Was that the third time? I think I asked this before, but yeah, this was the uh, third time. No, we only postponed once. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, we got engaged. Okay. Yeah, I got engaged, picked a date, and then, you know, we're getting kind of close to it. And then... Okay. Or, no, we weren't that close to it, I guess. Yeah, we weren't mm-hmm. super close, but like COVID numbers and stuff were coming out. Lockdowns are starting to happen. Um, and like we were getting more insight on like how everything was supposed to look mm-hmm. um, in terms of what people could do, especially when surrounding weddings. And we're like, all right, yeah. well, it's not looking very likely that we'll and that we'll be able to have a wedding the way we wanted it when we wanted it so you know we decided to wait to try and have that to, to try and be able to invite all the people we could invite and to have all the things that we wanted to have at our wedding uh so we waited but mainly we waited for the people like we knew that people there were a lot of people that didn't want to miss it we knew that there were a lot of people that we didn't want to miss it so you know we tried to postpone for for that for that sake mainly uh, but yeah so so yeah no we got married um and then you know life was still super busy um you know we had a very broken up honeymoon kind of thing and then um and then school was like coming at the end of the next month so um and then you know figuring out life um together so you know julie moved in and we were now you know figuring out how we do life together and um also getting ready for school because both of us um, at that point, I was entering into my last year of my program and Julie as well, like entering the mm-hmm. last year of her program. So we were just trying to figure that out, trying to figure out OSAP because we decided to put off applying for OSAP until we were married. So we could get more. Uh, turns out only Julie got more. <laughs> I feel like I got less OSAP, <laughs> but maybe I got more OSAP than I would have if I wasn't married. I don't know. But yeah, I got less. <laughs> I got much oh. less than Julie did. And okay. much less than I had in previous years, but it's fine because it was still enough. Um, so yeah, we had to figure that out, and so we were still yeah, we were super busy, and then school started. 
So, you know, and then I was working a full-time job still. I was still working full-time at the church, was working at the church. I'm no longer because, well, obviously I don't live near the church anymore, but that's another thing. I'm not working at the church anymore. Um, And uh, so, yeah, I was working full-time. I was in school full-time and I was also starting placement. So, you know, placement days I had, I had two weeks each semester where I was, um, like full time in the morning, like seven to eight or sorry, like eight to four thirty kind of thing every yeah. morning, uh, for, so that, that was four weeks of that throughout the whole year. But, um, every other week was just, um, Monday, Tuesday for like seven, eight or eight, eight to four thirty kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I was essentially working a part-time job still at school full-time and still at work full-time. So my Mondays Man. and Tuesdays were just a wreck. And most days I didn't get home until like after 2 a.m. And then I was up for class like early in the morning. So yeah, like most days were just rough. So yeah, we were busy. I was incredibly busy. I did not have the capacity to uh, podcast because I barely even had the capacity to see my friends. I didn't get to see you a lot and that sucked. Um, So yeah, yeah, it was just, it was rough. And then it was rough being newlyweds and not being able to see my wife very often. Because mm-hmm. I was working and in school, and she was also in school, and so yeah, admittedly, it put a lot of challenges on our marriage in the first year. Um, mm-hmm. Like that being the big one that we literally just got married and barely saw each other, um, and mm-hmm. that was hard on both of us. But it was it was really hard on Julie because you know like we we could do it financially that I worked full time and um, you know Julie focuses more on her schooling because like she had more studying and stuff to do than I had to do. So, you know, but like she still did work part time for a considerable amount of it. It was her second semester when we kind of reevaluated it. But but yeah, yeah, still like Julie was working part time in school full time. Yeah. And, you know, and in my situation. So, yeah, we barely saw each other. So, yeah, when I did have free time, I was like, no, I'd like it to be with Julie because we want to yeah. see each other. We are now we're newlyweds. Yeah. We're still technically newlyweds. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of the reason for the hiatus on my part. It's mainly just my fault, really. Well, it's not your fault, though, man. Yeah. And I appreciated that. No, I never I never thought that like you were angry at me about it. But oh. technically speaking, <laughs> it was because of me that we've been on such a such a long hiatus. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, like, yeah. well, the thing is, like, I felt bad because, well, because you, you kept texting me saying, hey, like, well, there was, I think one time we, Holly and I got to visit, visit you guys at your place at the time where you guys lived in Guelph. And it was at your place where you guys hosted a dinner thing. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know when the exact, that was once. Um, and, but which was really cool. But then other times where we were planning to, I don't think we've, I even said to you, man, like, let's just not record a podcast like this fall at all. Let's just find time just to hang out. Because I knew mm-hmm. that you already had enough on your mind that you wouldn't have the energy. Because the thing is with a podcast, you need to have like have something in mind to share. But if yeah. you have so much in the back of your mind, so much work and stress going in the back of your mind, you don't feel like feel it, right? So hanging yeah. would be easier. But then you said, "Hey, man, sorry." Like you kept on having to say, "Sorry, sorry," and said, "Dude, you don't have to apologize because you just got married and you have to deal with so much. It's so hard to balance your schedule. Um, and even when you have a balance, it start it's hard to fit in." even time for yourself and even time for Julie. So that's the most important. And I want to make sure you had that for you. So, so yeah, dude, you never had to apologize. So, yeah, well, I mean, I felt bad, but uh, yeah. So yeah, sorry to everyone who was like, oh, I'm missing the podcast. That was my bad, but you know. Yeah, yeah you should feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, life happens, but you know, now yeah. I, I graduated, I graduated with distinction. Uh, so oh, that's a really, that. yeah. I, I haven't shared that with a lot of people yet, actually. I, 
I got an over 80 average. It was annoying. I was literally 1% below the next level. So distinction is like the lowest level of honors that oh. you can get for, okay. for school. Um, so I was literally 1% below the next level. So if I literally gotten like a percent higher, like I think I was at 86% and you needed to no. It was 86 or 87, and I needed to be either at 87 or 88. I think it was 86 overall is what I got, okay. um, but I needed to be at like an 87 to get the next distinction. But I oh, okay. yeah, the next the next level of honors yeah. or whatever. But you know what? I'm super proud because never in my life have I ever done that well in school. And so yeah, that was literally both of my both of my years. I graduated over or I finished each year with over an 80 average in in each semester and um or in each half of the year. Yeah. So yeah, each semester, each half of the year. And, uh, for both of my years, uh, or all four, yeah, both of my years, all four of my semesters, I, I maintained over an 80 average. And I was really proud of that. Really proud of myself for, for, for being able to do all the things that I was doing and still finish that, that well. And, um, wow. yeah, it was just, uh, it was really, really awesome for me. And I, I was just really happy about that. So yeah, yeah, that, good for that, you. That's awesome. That that's really yeah, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I have I have new stuff to bring that even Rudy doesn't know. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, we still know. we still <laughs> talked a lot and stuff like that over this whole time. But uh, there's still stuff that he doesn't even know. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that happened. And um, yeah, so I graduated. We moved out. Julie and I moved out here. Um, and then you know, life really started happening. Like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of new stuff that happened during our hiatus because you know, you know, holidays happen, you know, other stuff like that, but like not, not like a ton of crazy, exciting things. Um, a few, there were definitely a few things and we'll definitely get to some of those. Um, maybe some today, maybe some later, we'll dive in a little deeper on some of them later, but you know, I'll mention some of the big stuff. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, now I'm in Winnipeg. Julie has officially been accepted um, to her grad schooling at the university of Manitoba. She will be oh, yeah. like, I always forget the the official name of her program that she's doing for grad school, but it's more microbiology, microbiology and and disease research type stuff. So she's gonna be um, she's gonna be working out of the National Microbiology Lab. So that's really cool, uh, and yeah. she's gonna be getting paid to go to school now. So she gets to <laughs> learn and bring money into this relationship. Oh, she <laughs> she heard Julie obviously hears me talking because we live together now. Yeah. Um, she, she sent me the name of her program. It's medical. <laughs> let me just say it for our, for our listeners. It's medical microbiology and infectious disease. So that's her program name. Um, so yeah. that's cool though. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's doing her grad school because my wife is super smart. She's going to make me tons of money. Oh, yeah. I mean us, she's going to make us tons of money. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to make me lots of money. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's, uh, so yeah, she's gearing up for that. That'll start in September, I believe. Um, and then I got, I landed kind of my current dream job, like my current stage of life. This is the dream job. Um, area of work I wanted to be in. And I am the program facilitator um, for Boys and Girls Club BGC of Winnipeg's uh, Ryerson campus. We're also changing our name because here in Winnipeg, the guy who that place was named after apparently had a lot to do with the, um, he had a lot to do with residential schools um, at here, I believe, or, or whatever, just overall, he had a lot to do. I think with that, like, you know, a lot of bad stuff, like 
colonizing stuff yeah yeah. and you know in in a very largely indigenous community like winnipeg Mm. um you know the things are much different here in terms of like how they they treat um their indigenous community and like what the Mm. city actually does to honor their indigenous community versus like kitchener Cambridge, waterloo where like you know the indigenous community isn't nearly as large um, mm-hmm. There are, there is an indigenous community, like, yes, there, yeah. absolutely. Um, but it's not as large as it is you know, obviously here in Winnipeg. So uh, yeah, here in Winnipeg, they, yeah, they do, they actually do stuff to, you know, to honor and try and make reconcile and, you know, build the relationship between, you know, non-indigenous and indigenous people. So like one of those things, for instance, is that Winnipeg will not be celebrating Canada Day this year, like at all. So there's a school, like, like, almost sharing the same field essentially um that used to be called ryerson but they changed the name of the school for the same reason um oh i can't remember what the name of it is but it's like something about sunny shine school or something like that like sun sunshine prairies or something yeah i think it's like sunshine prairies public school something like that or prairie sunshine i can't remember something like that um and so like but the club is like we don't want to be prairie sunrise like we don't yeah i think it's prairie sunrise yeah it's like prairie Prairie sunrise uh, yeah, so we're like, we don't want to be Prairie Sunrise. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this summer, um, like part of my job as a program facilitator is to create the calendar and come up with activities and kind of figure out what we're going to do each month. And so um, uh, our club needs a new name. And I met with uh, my manager and and um, our like club manager who manages our club and other clubs or like our, our she'd be more like our district manager i guess uh so yeah what i do i'm program facilitator at bgc boys and girls club and for those that don't know what that is it's it's an after school program slash like a mentoring leadership uh type program for kids for kids ages um for kids in grade one all the way to grade 12. uh so we run grades one to six in the first half of the day and grades seven to twelve in the second half of the day and so during the school year my work shifts will start at 1 a uh, sorry 1 p.m and they end at um 8 p.m or 8 30 p.m um yeah so like but the club runs like um like for the kids it runs from 320 all the way to 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 8 p.m yeah so the uh yeah the first group of kids they finish school they come to club and then we um yeah we we do club stuff like depending on the day it kind of dictates what we do and some days are just drop-in days so we'll have snack or whatever and they'll just pull out like the board games or you know we've got beyblades we have a nintendo switch so, oh, you know, we'll have, yeah, like kids will play Nintendo, kids will play Beyblades, kids will play these like weird, they'll do these like little beads where you can melt them and have a little melted bead thing. Um, yeah, kids like to do that, draw, play Beyblades, do Connect Four, yeah, whatever. Uh, those are the drop-in days. And then other days, yeah, we have actual program stuff and we'll actually run organized activities. Like today was water day. So yeah, a bunch of kids went out, had water fights with the stuff or just spraying each other, whatever. Uh, yeah, they were having fun with the water stuff. And then I was inside with a few kids that didn't bring a change of clothes. And um, it was also grade six grad. So quite a, like quite a few of the kids came like looking very snazzy. So yeah, some of the kids inside were like, yeah, I didn't bring a change of clothes. And they're wearing like this one kid was like wearing a suit. So I was oh. like, sweet. Like, oh. I guess we're going to we're going to just hang out inside and play some Smash Bros. That's what uh, that's like the favorite game for pretty much all of them. So yeah, we played some Smash and nice. yeah, kids play water. So yeah, that's like one of the theme days. Yeah. So yeah, I got that Dude, job. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I love it. I honestly like it was the dream job for the season of life I'm in. You know, it's not the overall dream job that I want for the rest of my life, but like, you know, this is where I wanted to start, and this is kind of where I wanted to be for for like a while, for a few years at least. So, yeah, I I really love it. I get to do an escrow program. So yeah, I get kids from all over the community, from high needs to low needs. And stuff like that. So yeah, it's really cool. Like that's awesome. like, you know, every kid has needs, like needs of a mentor. Yeah. So yeah, it's just been really cool. Like I've really loved it. Like there have been challenging days for sure. There have been days where I'm like, eh, that day wasn't as great. But like the cool thing is, and Julie was telling me that she noticed it. And you know, um, even her her my in-laws um have been telling me how they've noticed it. And it's just this this new attitude I have about coming home from work or going to work. Like I'm excited to go to work. I don't mm. Feel like yeah. garbage when I come home from work. I'm not frustrated, like with like not just frustrated with work, but like almost frustrated with my life, which is how I was feeling at the church for the last while. Because like you know, it wasn't it wasn't the place that I was passionate about. Like you know, I was mm-hmm. I was not passionate about being a custodian for a church or school. So I was yeah. kind of like you know, it wasn't my passion. It wasn't what like I was super passionate about. Um, but yeah, so no, like Julia's really noticed like the big shift in energy and attitude. And I've even noticed it too. Like I'm genuinely happier right now with my life than I've been in a really long time. So yeah, yeah it's just really cool. I'm finally, finally getting paid to do what I love to do, which is after school programs and, and, um, you know, mentoring and hanging out with, with kids in my communities. Yeah, man. Yeah, not, you to definitely sound like, earned- not to sound like a creepy pedophile or anything. You know, no, no. hang out with kids. But, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. No, I, no, I because, no, oh, dude, yeah. you definitely earned it because you're right. Like, um, I mean, especially for anybody who's started working for a while at a job just to pay the bills while they're in school or whatever until they get to their, at least their next job that is at least within their career path or their career goal. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, at least I get paid and stuff like that. But at some point you start to notice more and more why you're not liking the job. It's either because of the people you work with or it's because of just the environment or maybe just the, like how they do things. And so it's also, it's blocking you from doing what you want to do and you, mm. you want to get there, but it's still kind of a barrier. You have, you have to make that move the right time of when you move to a new job. And I'm glad that you managed to do that. So, I mean, and I don't know if you want to go in depth with it, but yeah, you and I talked before of how like work has really exhausted you, not just physically, but mentally. And I'm just glad that this job that you have, uh, which is within your career path, right? Um, it's definitely changed you. Um, I guess that you're much more thinking positively happy. You're not drained every time you come home. So dude, that's mm-hmm. so important. But yeah, dude, you definitely earned it, man. You definitely did earn it. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, yeah, in all of that, there are a few, um, yeah, there are a few things that, you know, I would love to dive deeper into because there are some topics in all of that, that Rudy also knows about, like pretty much all of them, just uh, <laughs> some big major things that happened. Um, yeah. Like the months, like the whole month leading me leaving, um, leaving the province, leaving Ontario, uh, that whole month was a roller coaster. It's probably the hardest month I've ever had in my life. And Mm -hmm. I hope I it's, it wouldn't be, I don't think it would be, um, wrong in me to say probably will be the, like it has a very high chance of being the hardest month I will have ever, I will ever live in my entire life. Um, so, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that more later but i've been talking forever we we want to hear the updates about you too tell people about all of the fun and exciting things yeah i I, 
Yeah, lots have been going on from my end. I guess I'll just jump right into it. So after Brendan, not too long after your wedding. So of course I was one of your groomsmen, uh, you know, long story short. Dude, I'm, that was, I'm really glad of how it turned out. Um, and I was very honored to be part of that day. Um, and uh, so that was really cool. Uh, and then not too long after that, Holly and I, we decided we need to start looking for a place to live. And I mean, bless her, my in-laws, her parents were, are fantastic. I, I mean, I, I am still so grateful because I know not all in-laws or parents can provide for their kids to stay at the house or like a couple because of the space or, or rent. Anyways, like they were more than happy to like allow us to live with them until we're able to save up for a place. So yeah. at that point, we realized we got to move out. Just because we also said, you know, it's been almost two years and just we need that. We need to be like really start to be more independent and and just start really having a married life just with the two of us. And then, yeah, no, everyone, everyone needs that independence, dude. Like, like, I hope like I know you don't feel bad about it. And I I hope that you never do, because like, you know, your in-laws were super great with you guys and, you know, letting you stay there and, and um you know, like, yeah, they're super awesome for being able to do that. But, you know, I'm sure even they understand that, like, you are a married couple. And when typically when people get married, they move out of their parents' home, um, you know, and because they want to, not just because they have to, but it's kind of like, no, I, you want independence. You want to go and start your own family with a little bit of independence. That's that's just the actually it's really cool because that may not be the culture necessarily in a lot of different areas, different countries, different uh yeah, like different countries and continents, but like that's a very westernized Canadian as slash also American um way of doing things, right? You you move on. You live with your family, you get married, you start you your move own on. kind of thing. And then you yeah. start your own. You're right. That's that's how yeah, especially here, that's kind of how people roll. So So uh, So and, yeah, I and, hope you never feel about that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That like and the cool thing about it, so we hired um not from my work because I'm in I'm in real estate. Not a, I'm not a realtor, but I'm I do marketing for a real estate brokerage. But uh, we hired a, a different realtor from a different brokerage because uh, we do them for a long time. Um, they're basically like almost like family to us, uh, and they were fantastic. Like they we talked to them like we're ready to find a place, and they helped us go through the process and. Literally, they showed two properties, uh, and the second one they showed us, it exactly what we needed, which we're currently living in right now. So yeah, spoiler alert, we moved. Uh, but yeah, it was just two two places, and we already put an offer in a couple of weeks after, after thinking about it, looking into it, and yeah, so we got our own place. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, and this, I'm just, I'm just bashing Brendan. I'm, I'm not bashing Brendan. I'm, I'm not. I'm just teasing him because the only time Brendan says ever, Brendan and Julie only visit. <laughs> <laughs> only only visit our place i think it was like uh, i think a month before you guys moved that that's when you guys yeah, said like you a guys month they were hanging out and said oh by the way we're moving in a month <laughs> i was like oh this is the first yeah. time, <laughs> first yeah. time you but okay but this is the thing though because this was in august and um you already kind of were busy like you guys were still settling in your where you were living at the time and and also then fall hit that's when it was really busy for you guys and we got to visit you guys i don't even know why we visit you guys because i've been to your place before in guelph so i don't know why we did that it was just easier for our schedule (laughs) that's true that's true it just meant that like because it's like a half an hour away to drive from our place so it's like 
we will lose a lot of time that we get to see you and we'll have to leave shortly after we get there because we have to get home and sleep. Uh, In other words, screw you, man. You got to get over here. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm we made a lot of people do it, not just you. We were terribly no, no, selfish. Well, this is the thing. You told me too that you go to a lot of places and not host your, uh, your own place. And I remember that too. And I I want, I said to you, hey man, let's just go to your place if that's easier for you guys. We're, Holly and I are totally fine with that. So yeah, you guys I'm just were really gracious about it. You guys were really yeah. gracious about it. We really, yeah. we really, we loved it. We really appreciated that you guys came to see us because not a lot yeah. of people did, but like you guys were like, said it and came and other people did. I'm not, I'm not trying to like be like, none of my other friends did. Like, like Mitch and Sarah, I think Sarah saw it. I don't know if Sarah saw it, but Mitch had, Mitch had visited a few times. Um, yeah. And Campbell and Catherine did, and Adam had been there, and um, and all the guys were there for the wedding. And um, and then and then yeah, a lot of people did come. Like a few, a few, a few of the really good close people came for the going away party. The ones that could, mm. like everyone had to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, not to ramble on too much on that, but yeah, like going like about moving, but that's really been helpful for us. Um, I mean, yeah, like I think you had gone through a lot more than we did. Like for us, you know, life has been good with, at least when it comes to living together work wise. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything. Well, there was fun. one really big happening for your wife since people last heard like from work -wise? us. Work yeah. wise, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll mention this. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll, I don't I'll, know I'll, if she's cool with you sharing that. I don't know. I thought it, I, I thought it's really cool. I thought. I it, mean, okay. I, I'll, I won't. I won't share where she works just just because I don't want any creepy stalkers and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, she's got some sketchy people where she works. Anyway, well, not who she works with, but people coming into. No, her no, store, I but. used to live around there. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I right. Lived, yeah. I lived like yeah. a oh, like a, like a five minute drive away. I, I remember. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, but yeah, so she, 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 uh, got a new job. Uh, she used to work. I could say she used to work where she used to work cause she yeah. doesn't work anymore, but she used to work at McDonald's, um, at a horrible place. And I won't go into detail with that, but Brendan knows, uh, Holly shared a lot of horrible stories, funny stories too, but like, it's not just the customers that are terrible. It's, it's the management. It's terrible, toxic, yeah, horrible. It, it was, it was kind of like how, what you had to deal with at working as a custodian at the church where it was like. She's always drained, physically drained, like emotionally drained, mentally drained, where she just was like done. Like, you know, I, I could tell. And I said, you gotta, you gotta quit. So after, I think not, she quit before we moved. I said to her, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna have you keep working at this place until we have a house. I want her to quit earlier. So basically she quit. And then after that, that's when we find a house. I didn't want her to like, she says, well, shouldn't we just find a house first and move it? And then I quit. It's like, no, just quit now. Like. When you're not this is not this is not fair for you like we'll manage so and then uh so she got to work in a new place and within i think like six months she already got a promotion and a raise yeah sheesh like, yeah she's a killer yeah very proud of her and i'm just glad that she has a better place like a better job yeah i mean there's also been some other things like we had um i guess i can share this um we had uh a family member on Holly's side, uh, her great aunt, uh, she passed away, uh, I think it was last week. Yeah, it was over a week ago. Very sudden. Um, I, I, I won't share what happened exactly. That's I don't think that's really, you know, appropriate to share why, but uh, what happened. But it was very, very tough um, for everybody and very sudden. And uh, yeah, this whole month of June has been just very, very weird and stuff like that. But 
on the upside of June, uh, we have a new family member. I have another nephew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was born a couple weeks ago and uh, he's doing well. So we got to actually, so this is my brother's second son. So we got to visit them uh, and I got to see my other nephew as well. And he's now, he's almost two, which is really exciting just to see our family grow more and more here in Canada since most of my family, well, basically besides my parents, siblings, and our extended family here, the rest of my family's in Holland. So it's cool to see our family growing here too. Yeah, I have to, I I think I just really need to kind of keep my mental health in check. Um, I need to keep an eye on it. And for anyone listening, for anyone, just a little quick little, little additional part. Yeah, for anyone who's starting to notice if they're starting to feel more anxious, either it's work, personal life, or anything, like talk to someone. Either it's a friend, family member, or even a mentor. Like, yeah, yeah like it's it's important that that's something you shouldn't just disregard right away. It's it's something if you start noticing that you're not feeling great or or lately feeling more anxious, it's worth talking to someone. So yeah, 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 absolutely. Man. I second that. Yeah, if you're feeling, yeah, if you're feeling like your mental health, like you're not feeling good mentally emotionally spiritually if you're just not feeling good yeah talk to somebody seriously yeah yeah i i might have missed a few other highlights but it's not like i have to share my whole entire life no we uh will we're we're getting we're getting back into this so you know it's not like everyone needs to know everything now because you know we've already been on here for a while now um and there are just a couple a couple last things i want to mention um just to like dive in yeah, just to dive in a little bit deeper, um, but like also to set up for, you know, kind of future things that we want to, that we'll, we'll probably want to chat about and just, just offer our perspectives on and, you know, just how it's mm-hmm. affected us both. Cause uh, yeah, Root has been there with me through uh, quite a, like pretty much all of these things. And, you know, um, like without his support, without his love and prayers and, um, you know, being there for me and Julie, even when he's so far away and I'm so far away, you know, he's still been one of like, been one of the the biggest supporters since we've left. Like, you know, we're still mm. receiving love and support from the others, from Mitch and Campbell and, and Josh and, and Adam sometimes too. And yeah, and just all the guys, yeah. um, you know, uh, you, 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 like, you're the one I've talked to the most <laughs> and, mm. and, um, you know, uh, you and your wife, Ollie. So yeah, like I've just, I've really appreciated that. And it's been really great. Like we haven't hopped on Mario Kart in a little while, but, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely have to hop in there again soon. But, um, no, yeah, honestly, man. it's yeah. Like we've really felt your guys' love all the way from here. And, um, yeah, it just, it makes us all the more excited to, when we do our visits back to Ontario to come and see you guys in person. Cause, uh, yeah, it's, it's been good, but, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, I just want to say, uh, yeah, a couple of things that we'll get into Like, Yeah. One, obviously I got married. And so that means that we got to talk about it. <laughs> so, so, we'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll, uh, we're going to dive into that one. Maybe next, our next time together, we'll, we'll dive into that one. Um, and then just some other stuff that happened. Uh, so one, um, my time at Koinonia and how it ended. Um, there are Which is the church, that, in case people don't know, that's the church. Yeah, yeah, that's where I worked before my old job. Um, yeah, Koinonia. Um, I was I was custodian there, uh, and I typically clean the school uh, for a little bit of context on that. But yeah, I want to talk a little bit about um, about kind of why I left when I did, how I left, and kind of how I felt things were left, um, mm-hmm. because there are are some positives that have come out of it too. Um, that came for one, my mental health to my relationship with them overall. Um, and three, just, you know, um, 
my like you know doing something like what I did kind of helps you learn to make those tough decisions. Um, you know, like, do I stay at this job or do I leave it? Like, you know, um, that's a tough thing to consider sometimes. So yeah, like, that's why I want to talk about it, um, for that reason as well. Um, and then, um, the last, last couple, um, just, uh, the one big one, um, that I'll, I'll mention here is that, um, um, so, a couple months ago now, um, one of my best friends uh, suddenly passed away um, from a sudden cardiac arrest. Essentially, um, there is no there is no rhyme or reason why it happened. Uh, very, he was a very, very, very perfectly healthy individual. Um, wasn't doing any sort of like hard drugs or anything like that. Like you know. Uh, wasn't like super heavily drinking anything like that you know didn't have an unhealthy lifestyle he's very active like playing basketball a lot working out um you know had a good circle of people like there was no reason uh why what happened happened so yeah um march i want to say it was march 27th i no it was yeah yeah it was march 27th i believe it was um when he passed away um and you know what let me just double check that i don't want to be wrong about about that date um i kept this yeah here i think i got it here man uh the 27th of march 2022 yeah yeah okay so yeah i i obviously am remembering it um so yeah march 27th he passed away um and yeah it just is one of the hardest things that i've ever had to go through in my life I hope it's, I hope it's the hardest thing I ever have to go through. Um, and yeah, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into kind of the journey that it's been so far. Cause it hasn't been a very long one yet. Like it's, it's only, it's only June 24th. So yeah, yeah it's, it's only a few, like a couple months, like what March, April, May, June. Yeah. It's almost three months almost. Um, yeah. so yeah, well, like I'd love to kind of get into that at a later time because yeah. it's, it's yeah, it's a part of my life, and those that are listening to this probably want to hear from us and hear about us and how we're doing and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a big part of of my life now and a big part of um how I move forward and and what shapes my life. Um, so yeah, that being one. Yeah. Um, and then just um. Oh, we got a second cat, but I mean, nobody really even knew about the first one. So I don't really need to dive into that. Um, but uh, yeah, just a more in-depth dive into my, me and Julie learning how to navigate and, and become part of a completely new city and province. Like that's, that's a hard, that's, yeah. it's been a hard journey uh, in itself. So yeah, I want to talk about that. And um, um yeah and and uh yeah there will be more but like kind of those are the big ones i really wanted to mention um i wanted to mention yeah about uh, about justin uh, i didn't mention his name his name is justin trotman mm-hmm. um and yeah he, he was like a brother to me i'm not i'm not one of the people that claims that we were best friends but he was one of my best friends <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> pretty yeah, had a lot <laughs> yeah he had a lot a lot of people competing for that title but um yeah no he he yeah. was one of my best friends he was like a brother to me um and so yeah that's what made it so tough and continues to make it tough um 
yeah, I don't talk about it very often or much at all. And so I'm going to kind of stop talking about it now because I want to finish up, you know, I want to finish this as well (laughs) and without crying. So, um, yeah, yeah, Yeah. so yeah, I want to, I want to dive into that and just how that journey has been and yeah, kind of what, what we've done and, and Mm -hmm. yeah, how that goes. But yeah, those are the, those are some of the topics that I, I know I want to dive into and and chat about and get your perspective on. And, um, cause those are topics that, that have happened in my life, like things that have happened that are perfectly good topics, like about, you know, grief and, you know, like anxiety and, you know, what's a good idea. Yeah. Stuff like that. So yeah, no. So yeah. But, um, yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts? No, I, I think it's a very good point. I think like the reason why also we share some of the personal stuff, um, it's, it's really, we're hoping that for anyone who can relate, um, is able just to kind of be, you know, that we're just kind of sharing our journey. And sometimes it's good to hear what other people gone through something similar or, you know, in some way, right? I, I sometimes cope with that too, where if I'm gone through something, I, I like to hear how other people have gone through it as well and, and hear what they had. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my wife just opened the door and <laughs> she just peeked around. I just, she startled me. Uh, sorry, that distracted Hi, Holly. me. <laughs> yeah, Holly, I just see her like open door, like I was like, what sort sorry, of goober. <laughs> yeah, she's still there. <laughs> We're talking about something really deep, and then <laughs> and then Holly comes in like a little goblin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Uh, okay i'll finish this up i'll 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 be right there sweetie um but like yeah like uh just going back yeah like but that's that's kind of what we're sharing but yeah we're definitely i think those are very good topics especially yeah i mean yeah like we can definitely go into that uh um those topics soon we don't have a a schedule we're not going to say oh every every other tuesday or every this kind of time we post we post when we can um, yeah. we're, again, this is not like a full-time thing. This is, this is just something of two guys, two buddies kind of sharing life, really hoping to bring some positivity into your life and some funniness and also some, you know, some real life stuff that many people go through. And we just hope that will benefit you as well. So that's kind of why we do this. Uh, and it's also just fun to really get a chance yeah. to Brandon. So yeah, man, I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're kind of doing this again. It's been, a, it's, it's been a while, but I'm glad that it's, I think we both I think especially for you needed a break just to really start a new chapter with everything, especially married life. So yeah, man, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited too, man. Like I'm, I'm really excited that we were able to get back on and do this. Even like I kept postponing, I kept postponing <laughs> even this one. I'm like, yeah, sorry. We'll do it later. Um, I, spo- yeah. I postponed one. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you, you put in your, your yearly one postpone. They're almost always my postponing, but um, yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, yeah, it's just a weird season because, like I said, we're still at the beginning of of new being new to this province, and um, mm-hmm. so and then like is the end of the school year, like which for me is does affect my work and my hours and stuff like that. But over the summer, I'm gonna be done, um, or like five thirty the latest, I'll be done work. Um, so then I'll I'll be like five my time five thirty. By the way, people. Manitoba, Winnipeg versus Ontario has a time difference of one hour. So for me, yeah. it is 1049. For Rudy, it is almost midnight. So I was drinking an ice cap during this podcast. So I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of awake. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's an hour difference. Yeah. yeah. Just for, for those, uh, just to add some context to, uh, to that. Yeah. We got, we got to, <laughs> we got to match up those times. So yeah, I'll be done 530 my time. 
6.30 your time. So I won't get home until about 7 o'clock your time. But <laughs> 6 o'clock my just... time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, let's wrap this up. Brendan, <laughs> where, where can they find us on social? Oh. Even though we have not posted, but hey, there's not the post. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram, at the Over the Top Podcast. I mean, if you're looking us up, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and it's it's the Over the Top Podcast. You'll have to search for them. But again, just go through so you see a picture of two weird white guys arm wrestling. And uh, <laughs> that's, <weird> white guys. <laughs> that's that's ours. That's ours. A, scr- a scrawny white dude and a chubby white dude arm wrestling in white t-shirts. <laughs> that's, uh, that's us. Oh, yeah. But yeah, thanks so much for listening. And, and dude, uh, we have to kind of, we have to figure out another word for this, like, and stay. Oh, no, uh, I, I got this. one. I got one. So, uh, to, yeah, to give you all, to give you all a hint into next week's funny story, stay Dutch, my friends. <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. <laughs>